it's Miss Paula and you are here with the Cha-Ching Show. Today we are going to be discussing some 2022 trends that have bled over into 2023. I have a top three favorite that I absolutely love and I want to discuss those. When COVID happened, you would hear so many people saying, I cannot wait until things go back to normal. And I would always tell people things are never going back to normal. This is the new normal. And these three trends that I'm going to share with you supports that. But before we get into my top three favorite, I want to just discuss with you why it's important to embrace trends and understand trends. Um, one reason is that it, it allows you to create a pathway for long longevity for your company. If you can anticipate what is coming, you can build new things, new products, new, new experiences, new services for your customer. The second one is it puts you in alignment with other brands so you know who the perfect partner is. Partnerships allows you to open up your, um, your products, your services, your brand into a whole new audience. Um, and lastly, it allows you to plan properly for the upcoming year. Planning is everything in a business. So my very first one that I absolutely love is the personalized content experience. We see this a lot of times when we uh, visit the Amazon website um, or if you've been on the Netflix website um, or, you know, streaming with Netflix. Um, where you see it is that it usually saves your, your past purchases and then gives you recommendations based off that or your browsing history. We also see this on Facebook. Have you ever, um, let's say, went to Nordstrom and looked at a pair of shoes? You you've actually, you know, went and read the detail and description, but then you abandoned and you went on. You will see that ad again. And these are the personalized experiences that they're giving you. Studies by HubSpot found that 74% of online consumers become very frustrated when they're receiving information about content that just does not uh, apply to them. When content is personalized, customers buy. And that's what we want. We want customers to buy. I mean, isn't that the, the whole purpose why you have a company? Isn't that the, the entire purpose why you're building, why you're creating? For the customer and for the customer to actually purchase. So you might ask, how would I implement this? How, how would I implement this for my business? The answer is data, data, data. Data controls it all. So um, some sites that, that can be really good for you um, in collecting that data is Salesforce uh, being one, HubSpot being another, and Monday Sales CRM. Uh, you can Google some and, and see what actually works best for your company, but definitely, definitely a hit for you. My second absolute favorite is experiential marketing. And what this is, is when companies offer a user experience versus a product experience. And I'll give you an example. Last year, in 2022, for National Burrito Day, Chipotle offered what they called um, a burrito builder game on Roblox. And it allowed users to roll burritos, to earn burrito bucks, and some users actually received free burritos. You might ask, why should I implement this? Well, let's go over it. First, this should be a part of every, every, every company, whether you're large, whether you're small, the user experience should be a part of your strategy. It is actually is what moving business forward is pushing a needle forward on a lot of businesses because customers want more. They want an experience. Next, low budget. If you don't have a budget for it, you have to get creative. You just have to get creative and find unique ways to actually give the customers experiences. And I'll give you one, webinars. People are giving you webinars. It allows them to customize what type of information you're going to receive. It allows them to customize the experience that you're going to have with their brand. 
And the key to all of this is knowing your audience and being able to define like measurable, measurable objectives. And an example of that is uh, you can build um, an email subscriber list. If you're having an event, um, your goal may be that you want to get more email subscribers so that when it's time for you to actually launch a campaign, you actually have an audience to do that with. Another one um, objective I've seen people use is that they're, they're using it to build um, more social media following. So, so figure out what your objective is and being able to build around that. My third one, my absolute favorite one is influencer marketing. I love this one. Um, it's not a new trend. It's been around for a few years, but it has, it's been gaining a lot of, a lot of attraction. Um, I know for myself, right? I, I, I remember, you know, when influencers first came out, I was like, girl, bye. But over time, I have bought a lot of products based on influencers, um, the ones that I follow, the ones that I feel have the same style as me, look like me, um, have, may have the same appreciation for a product like me. Um, more popular than celebrity endorsements are influencers because people feel that they're getting like that word of mouth experience. Where is, I, I believe that, like, you know, when we've seen celebrities, we know that they're getting a check. And even though influence are, influences are also, it's just a little different. They, they have more of an engaging quality. I'll give you an example. Her name is Park, um, at P-A-R-K-E dot Avenue on Instagram. And I follow her. I fell in love with her. Um, I think I possibly bought probably 10 items based off of, of her. Um, express um, uh, black sheath dress she really engaged me this woman has so many followers I never thought for a minute that she was gonna respond about this dress and she did and walk me through it help me find it um, and the dress looks bad on me by the way I'm gonna wear it for an upcoming series you're gonna see it but her being an influencer um, really um, affected my buy it really affected the fact that hey I'm gonna spend money with this brand because I trusted her so um, it's all—it's not always even about that influencer having like these high numbers. It's about high engagement. And I'll give you an example of that. Audible, who's a subsidiary of uh, Amazon, worked with a photographer influencer named Jesse Driftwood. He has less than a hundred thousand followers on on Instagram, but he has high engagement. So they went after him because they wanted the engagement. So that's so important. The word of mouth factor, let's see how important it is. Nielsen marketing research firm showed that 83% of consumers trust personal recommendations over advertising. Influencers. So how can you implement this? Look at influencers. Align what you're doing or what you're selling or the product or brand um, that you're pushing with them. It does, do, they, do they influence? Do they speak about? Do they engage about similar products? If so, reach out. Another way that you can um, do this is by uh, looking up hashtags. Hashtags that align with your industry, your brand, um, and what it is that you are doing. And now... You know what we're ready for. We're ready for that hot a not session. Let's go. So, I saw the dermatology, and this is how it's spelled, D-R-M-T-L-G-Y brands. I kept seeing it. Kept seeing it. They did really good. Let me tell you what they did good with. They did good with pulling me in with the advertising through the marketing. Um, it was right there. I love the, um, the chicness of it. It looks very expensive, 
right? So I was like, you know what, finally, right? I kept seeing the ad, I'm gonna try it. it. Pulled me in, it looks like something I would like. I don't know, I read some of the reviews and they were okay. I get this um, uh, microdermabrasion scrub and I use it, and I use it a few times and it just didn't do it for me. Um, I didn't really notice any changes in my skin and, and again, I gave it about two months. I did not notice any changes with my skin. I went back to my old brand um, because it actually does work. It actually gives me that, you know, that dewy glow up that I'm looking for. Um, so while uh, this brand did capture me, it did pull me in, it did that job. It did the, the first part, which was pull me in. But when they got me, it just didn't eat. It didn't eat. So um, this one, I'm going to have to give them a knot. This is a knot for Paula, not for me, baby. Mm -mm. But... I want to talk about this brand. Another brand I saw scrolling through Instagram and I saw it a few times and I liked it. It was called Foot Cloud. Excuse me. And I ordered it. I love the little tin can that it comes in. I think that's so cute. And this little pouch that they give me. So I love the um, the presentation of it. And they actually even give you the Foot Cloud card with the QR code with some directions. But let me tell you about Foot Cloud. I bought the cutest shoes from Schutz, right? These shoes was like so bad that I can't wait to wear them. They're like white with the gold buckles. But when I put my foot in it, the ball of my foot, I was like, the girl can't go too far because it was going to hurt. I, I could feel it from trying it on, but the shoe is too bad like not to wear the shoe. So tried it on with the foot cloud I want y'all to know what this feels like this is um, I, I ordered two so one of them I already used this feels like a silicone cushion I put it on the on the bottom of my foot oh my goodness I think the only the only issue that I have with it is that you can only you only get like two wears out of it and then you have to toss them and buy more but this definitely um, if you're looking to wear your bad girl shoe but you don't want to be in pain and you don't want to feel like a bad girl, you want to do foot cloud. This is worth every dollar. Like I said, um, that shit shoe is bad, but I, I wasn't going to be able to wear it. I would not have been able to wear it past my front door, but I can now. So thank you, foot cloud. I'm going to have to give foot cloud a hot honey. It does it for the girl. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So, you know, um, we have come to um, one of my favorite parts of the show which is the tequila me baby yes so who's our uh contender for today let's see oh yes my love it's the delion I'm going to tell you what made me get this bottle. Um, I'm an avid fitness girl. I work out three to four days a week, sometimes five days a week, Pilates, cardio, uh, strength training. Um, and we'll do another segment on how Pilates has changed my life. However, I um, value a good playlist. And as of recent, this song came out with, with Diddy and the City Girls and Fabulous called Act Bad. And when I tell you it's in my ears when I'm on the treadmill, I'm feeling like I'm feeling like acting bad. And it made me think of the Dillion brand. So I said, 
this is the brand I want to feature on the next episode of the Cha-Ching Show. And I'm glad that I did. Let me give you some history on the De Leon Tequila. It was founded in 2008 by a man named Brent Hawking. In 2009, it was introduced to the U.S. market on Cinco de Mayo. How cute. In 2013, my boy Sean Puffy Combs purchased it with the beverage giant. His name is Diageo as equal partners. Um, I want to tell you what's in the, um, uh, in the tequila. It's 100% blue agave from Jalisco. Um, designed to compete with the other top shelf tequilas such as Patron's. It has hints of lemon custard with notes of pepper and vanilla dusted cream brulee. I absolutely um, bought a, a, another bottle um, to experience and I, I, I had never had De Leon. And I have to tell you all, I like it. But here we are. We're going to take us a nice little sip. Why not? Right? Let's see. So I can give you like the on the spot live reaction. Let me tell you something. Why I like it. This is, and I mean, I, I think I was honest with you all. It's going to have to be a really low grade, disgusting tequila for me to just be like, ugh. But I'm going to tell you why I like it. Immediately, I did get the, the lemon. But it was very quick. Um, right after that, the punch, the pepper. It has like a spice to it, but not harsh enough that, as you can see, I did not have a chaser. I, didn't, I wasn't feeling like, oh, I need a chaser. It's nice. It's really nice. I really, I really like it, and I do recommend it. But I want to also go into this bottle. I don't know, Puffy, Diddy, I, I think your new name is Love. I don't know if you were the creator of the design. Can y'all see how sexy this bottle is? Like seriously, like, let me just, I, maybe if I, yes. Y'all see how sexy this bottle is? I love this bottle. So if you are entertaining, um, I know for myself, I just got my deck furniture. I'm looking to have it up in a few days. Sitting out on the deck with your friends. I feel very like, I think Deleon made me put on the lace today. I feel very sexy. Very sexy with the bottle and the actual flavor of the tequila. So I would suggest that we try this. Uh, uh, Love, Diddy. Yeah, maybe we have a drink together and really discuss it. Discuss some marketing. <laughs> so um, I always want to leave you all with a word for my entrepreneurs that I do this show because I myself am an entrepreneur. I know, uh, I know and I understand how difficult it can be. Um, and, and very competitive and I always tell people like when I'm coaching businesses and they say you know there's a bunch of people doing what I do and the market is saturated and I always remind them of how when you're going down the water aisle I want you to pay attention to how many different water brands there are and they're all eating and if you go down the bread aisle I want you to pay attention to how many of them are making wheat how many of them are making potato bread there's so many brands doing the same thing but it's about the experience you're going to offer your customer it's about what you're going to do and that's the marketing part that's what sets you apart from the others the way you're going to market your product your brand so today i gave you some of my favorite favorite marketing trends you do not need a lot of money to do any one of those things that we discussed today 
You just need to be creative. And a lot of times I find that when you're passionate about what it is that you're selling and you believe in it, creativity can come really, really easily to you because it's something within your heart. So please remember, you don't have to worry about the, the, the market being saturated when you're looking at doing the best with the marketing. Have a good one.